In episode 6 of EV Brief, the Polestar 2 is confirmed for Australia, we look at Amsterdam's FlexPower smart charging network, and Tesla announces the acquisition of San Diego-based battery company Maxwell Technologies. Those stories and more on today's show. Hello, welcome, my name is Jonathan, and it's Monday, May 20, 2019. Let's get started. Now, I'm a big fan of the chiseled angular design language of the new Polestar 2 electric fastback, and last week Polestar's chief operating officer, Jonathan Goodman, announced to Australian media in Sweden that Australians can expect to see the brand arrive towards the end of 2020. Polestar will sell its vehicles Tesla-style in quote-unquote spaces, which is a fancy name for centrally located uh, design-focused stores in popular shopping districts. In Australia, Polestar is expected to piggyback its spaces onto the existing Volvo dealer network in key locations, and uh, customers can customise and order their cars online. Polestar Australia is also expected to follow on from European markets with a subscription service, where customers pay a fixed monthly payment for the vehicle, uh, inclusive of maintenance and insurance, with an option to hand the car back and upgrade at the end of the subscription. On to EV charging now. Uh, There's been a lot of uh, discussion around what happens to Australia's energy grid once the majority of Australians are driving and charging electric vehicles. The city of Amsterdam has launched one of the largest smart charging networks in the world in conjunction with grid owner Leander and Swedish power company Vattenfall. This network is designed to support a rapid uptake of electric vehicles by mitigating peak power loads on the grid. Now this is a model that I think could work quite well in Australia and put to rest any doubts over our ability to cope with an uptake in EV ownership. The cost of this kind of system would be far less than the cost of upgrading the grid. So the the FlexPower system consists of uh, 912 charging points across Amsterdam and power flows to vehicles based on a number of factors including electricity demand and forecasted demand, uh, renewable power production levels and the number and type of vehicles charging. When household demand is at its highest and solar production at its lowest, between 6 and 9pm in the Netherlands, uh, vehicles charging receive slightly less electricity. During the day, however, when household loads are low and solar generation is higher, the FlexPower charging stations can deliver much more power uh, more quickly to EVs with larger batteries. DHL has commenced a new type of delivery service in China, launching a world-first autonomous intelligent drone service in conjunction with Ehang. These drones feature eight motors and eight propellers on four arms, and come with a raft of safety and autonomy systems. Uh, the drones can also carry a payload of five kilograms and uh, benefit from, uh, from smart flight path planning software and real-time scheduling. Uh, Although for the moment uh, only operating between DHL and one of its clients in the Guangdong province of China over a distance of just 8 kilometres, DHL claims delivery time is cut uh, between itself and uh, its client from 40 minutes to just 8 minutes and that there is an 80% cost saving per delivery for the company. Now these drones look uh, quite like a consumer drone, you know, similar to a unique or, uh, or DJI branded drone, but they have a giant box underneath them. Uh, Their flight control systems apparently allow them to take off, land and uh, unload their cargo atop specially designed cabinets.
In Tesla news this week, Elon Musk announced that the auto manufacturer would be drastically curbing its spending, but at the same time they have also purchased a controlling share of San Diego-based Maxwell Technologies, a company known for their uh, advanced ultracapacitors with dry battery electrode technology. Tesla paid $230 million US dollars for Maxwell, and uh, we know that Tesla and Maxwell Tech have been in talks for a while now, and also that uh, Elon Musk has previously expressed interest in using ultracapacitors. Now this tech would have a huge benefit for Tesla and for EV owners. At present, Tesla is without question the best in the business when it comes to efficiencies in battery cell production, uh, with a cost of around $100 US per kilowatt hour for manufacturing. Maxwell's dry electrode manufacturing process offers numerous advantages to the current wet electrode uh, manufacturing setup that Tesla employs, uh, and it's compatible with lithium-ion battery production and uh, 100% scalable. Firstly, there are huge environmental benefits as solvents and chemicals aren't used, and energy isn't spent handling uh, said solvents. Dry electrode film also crucially provides a longer operating lifetime, higher energy density, and a higher charge and discharge rate capability. Because these ultracapacitors store energy in electrostatic form, they are able to be recharged extremely quickly, and they also have a much higher energy density. Currently, the Model 3 features a density of 207 watt-hours per kilogram, but it's said the dry battery electrode can easily increase density to 300 watt-hours per kilogram, and potentially uh, beyond. This is exciting news because Tesla's batteries are already known for excellent range and longevity, uh, and if in the future Tesla can make uh, similar sized battery packs to what they offer now, but with a much greater energy density, that means that not only will uh, the cost of manufacturing come down dramatically from Tesla's 100 US dollars per kilowatt hour currently, but the weight of vehicles will be reduced and vehicle efficiency and range will increase further. Autocar brings us a story this morning that BMW is planning for the next i8 supercar to be all-electric. While the current i8 offers a three-cylinder petrol engine in a hybrid drivetrain, the next i8 slated for a release around four years away in 2023 will likely use batteries from CATL in China with whom BMW signed a partnership recently. Munich-based engineering insiders have reported that BMW's new in-house designed electric motor prototypes have already been out testing uh, in Germany, and that the brief for the new i8 is to create a driving experience that uh, captures the characteristics of BMW's combustion-engined performance cars that are currently on sale. Now I have to stress that none of the uh, none of the above has been confirmed by BMW just yet. Uh, obviously, there would be a huge cost in engineering this platform to be fully electric versus maintaining the current car's hybrid setup. But uh, I think we can be hopeful that uh, BMW sees the need to compete with Tesla's upcoming 2020 Roadster and the rumoured Porsche 911e. Finally, uh, in some news just in, Skoda will be launching its fully electric Citigo e hatchback this week in Bratislava uh, on May 23. The Citigo E is part of Volkswagen AG's push to e-mobility across its entire brand portfolio, and uh, according to Skoda, it should offer a range of around 300 kilometres from a 40-ish uh, kilowatt-hour battery pack. Uh, full specs will obviously be confirmed at the unveiling. Um, now, this is a big jump up in range from the VW Up on which it's based. Uh, however, it is not uh, it has not been designed from the ground up. Uh, and it's not based on VW's new MEB platform, which underpins the just-announced ID3 model. I think expect to see future electric Skodas taking full advantage of that new platform, though.
Deliveries of the CityGo E are expected to begin in Europe towards the end of 2019, but uh, no word from Skoda Australia on whether the CityGo E will make it down under. And that's EV Brief for this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Thank you all very much for listening too over the last few weeks. Uh, I'm really excited that there have been close to 300 players of the show so far since starting this podcast a month ago, and I can't wait to keep bringing you uh, new content. If you've got any uh, comments on today's topics, um, please connect on Twitter and Facebook or email theevbrief at gmail.com. My name is Jonathan. Thanks for listening and have a great week.